Hi, I'm Greg Lefebvre, and this is The Compulsive Storyteller, a series of short personal stories where we explore the idea that truth can be stranger than fiction. In this week's episode, entitled Zen Tracker, we head out on our wilderness trekking expedition led by a very weird teacher. After a day in the woods, the class is left wondering if this guy's more interested in abusing his students than he is in teaching them. Zen Tracker I'm in a protected nature preserve surrounding the Quabbin Reservoir in Massachusetts, just starting out on a day-long course in animal tracking, taught by a supposed Buddhist master tracker. At the outset, our teacher stops by a large snowy field in a clearing to give us our first lesson. There are two sets of what look like dog tracks in the snow. One straight as an arrow, heading in a line through the snowfield, and the other set meanders all over the place. The teacher starts out, So coyotes and dogs of the same size have identical tracks. Which of these sets of tracks do you think belongs to which animal? Among the seven class members, there are all sorts of answers, but no one really has a rationale for their guesses. The teacher continues, A coyote has a job to do to find his next meal, so he's all business, traveling between places in a straight line. A dog, on the other hand, is a kept animal that doesn't have to make a living. He has a free meal ticket and can wander around sniffing here and there, knowing that when he gets home, a meal will be waiting. Farther along in the snowfield, we find some dog tracks, some blood, feathers, and fur. Our guide asks, so what do you see? Most think that a dog has killed something. Our teacher raises his voice. Come on, guys, the universe is yelling the answer. He asks each of us for an explanation, then curtly dismisses our answers. He disappointedly shakes his head and continues, the dog arrived after the kill because you can see his tracks on top of the fur and feathers. See those curved marks in the snow? They're from a hawk's wing. So basically, a hawk killed a rabbit here. Don't you see the rabbit tracks coming from over there? What's wrong with you guys? I think to myself that everyone looks shell-shocked by the volume and tone of his lesson. How are we supposed to know all this? That's why we're taking the course. I also think that he's certainly unlike any Buddhist I've ever met. Once we get into the woods, there's much less snow. We come to some animal scat, that's tracker talk for animal poop, and we find a pile of black pellets the size of M&Ms, and he asks us what it is. I know that it's deer shit, but I don't particularly want to engage with him, so I let someone else come up with the correct answer. He tells the student with the right answer, that's more like it, guys, very good. He then asks, does anyone know the difference between deer scat and moose scat? When no one knows, he reaches into his pocket and takes out a couple of moose turds very similar in shape to deer's, but each about the size of an olive. I can't help myself and try for a little humor, asking, what other surprises do you have in your pocket? The class laughs, then quickly stops when it's obvious he's not amused. What else do you see? People answer, bushes, sticks, leaves? He protests very loudly, no, no, the forest is screaming the answer at you, just look. When no one knows, He points to some nibble marks and broken-off branch tips, which indicate that a deer has been feeding here. Next, we leave the main path down a much narrower and windy path, where we have to duck beneath the branches. 
This is a deer path, which you can tell by its width. Then it forks, and one fork peters out into a narrower path that's only about a foot tall and way too small to enter. So what's happening here? No one knows, and again we get scolded before he informs us that it's a rabbit or a squirrel path. I whisper to the woman in front of me, only $100 a day for this kind of abuse? What a deal. She laughs but quickly covers her mouth. There are many other emphatic lectures where we learn what to look for on the forest floor to find a porcupine in the trees above, how to identify bear tracks, pheasant tracks, duck tracks, and discover what a buck rub is. My reason for taking the course is to learn more about ammo tracks for a couple of new art projects. In the first, I'm designing a permanent art installation for Longmont, Colorado, where I plan to stamp animal tracking stories into four blocks of newly poured concrete in the downtown area. One story called Hunted Hunter features both hunting boot tracks and grizzly tracks stamped on top of them in the wet concrete. When you look closely, the grizzly tracks are on top of the hunting boot tracks, meaning that the bear is tracking the hunter. Another called Eating Crow features many stamped crow tracks surrounded by a couple of stamped half-eaten corn cobs and scattered kernels of corn. Then there's Evolution, which starts with caveman tracks, then early classical Greek sandal tracks, followed by the tracks of a knight from the Middle Ages, and then cowboy tracks, a businessman's wingtips, and finally, the pinnacle of Evolution, Nike sneaker tracks. The second project is more conceptual and involves speculating what an original inhabitant of New York City, a Native American tracker, would make of the markings on the streets and sidewalks of NYC today. Since starting to learn about tracking, what I've noticed is by and large disgusting. I'm sure that a tracker from the past, observing the streets of New York, would be both outraged and disheartened by all the trash, cast-offs, stains, cigarette butts, gum spots, graffiti, and the like. By the end of the day, everyone has had it with the tracker, and after he heads off out of the parking lot in his pickup, we all roast him by exchanging our favorite quotes from his lessons. There's lots of hooting and laughter. Then I proffer up a couple of tracking stories that I enjoy. There's a Dakota Sioux saying that goes, we will be known forever by the tracks we leave. They all like that one. Another that is very apt says, trackers not only understand the tracks of the animals they follow, but also feel their way into the very being of the animal. I continue, that's just how our Buddhist master tracker behaves, right? Everyone laughs, and we head for our cars. Compulsive Storyteller is written and narrated by me, Greg Lefebvre, and co-produced with Peter Kokoma, who also made our theme song. If you enjoyed this episode, we'd love your help sharing the show. Please subscribe to The Compulsive Storyteller for free on Spotify, Apple, or wherever you listen, and it would be great if you could leave a review. 
Follow the show on Instagram at The Compulsive Storyteller and check out our website for more info at thecompulsivestoryteller.com. Thanks for listening. And if you didn't like this one, the next one will be another story.